Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Ferugia from Feels Like Home Professional Organizers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organized. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organized. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. Joined us for episode 36 of The Art of Decluttering. Today we'll be talking about decluttering and organizing the donations that you have from your decluttering to make sure that we're not just filling up our earth with landfill. Yeah, so we are going to give you a huge list of places where you can send your donations to so that we can make lots of charities very happy across Australia. And we can declutter your house full of all the donations that you've been stockpiling because you didn't know where to send them to. Yeah, because so many people like us, Kirst, don't just want to fill landfill. They want to recycle what they can recycle, but there's some things that are so good we could just donate them and they can get a whole nother life rather than just being sent to landfill and having a sad old carbon non-efficient life ahead of them. Yes. That was a long sentence to basically say donate your stuff. Yes. <laughs> so... Where can you donate? Where do you send your donations to when you declutter other people's homes? So my go-to is op shops. I love sending stuff to an op shop because it not only supports the charity that the op shop is supporting, but it does give things a second life and it enables families that maybe couldn't afford to buy things at full price to get some really good quality items at a lower price while supporting charity. It's a win-win-win situation. Excellent. So what's your go-to here locally? Uh, I got to say this locally because they've got great opening hours and they do a pickup. So you can do a booking online, which I often do with my clients in home. Um, it's Diabetes Victoria that we use. And you can do a booking form online. They'll come and pick up all your stuff for you and take it away and sell it on to people who need it. So yeah. it's a really easy way of doing it. Um, what about you, Kess? What's your go-to? Salvos or Vinnie's, depending on which store I haven't been to recently. Do you get a bit embarrassed sometimes that you're there all the time? Yes. Yeah. I think the guy at, at Savers like, just smiles at me awkwardly thinking, how does this woman have any more stuff to bring? Mm. Yeah. I wish we had Savers in New South Wales. Maybe we do, but we certainly don't have any close to me. And I remember 
loving going into Savers when I lived here. Do you take your clients' donations for them and take them to an op shop, or do you encourage them to take them on their own? I take them for them. Oh, I, I lovely. take what I can fit in my car. And I just swapped cars with my husband recently, so I've downsized to a little bitty car. So I can't take as much as I used to be able to take. Um, and then I will tell them where to donate. That's lovely. I don't take my clients' things to op shops, but I always pack it in the car for them and help them find where they can drop it off. Because um, I just love them learning where their new op shop is and actually being able to get into the habit of it. So we've got a long list, Kirst, so maybe we might just systematically go through our list yes. of different places aside from our go-to op shops that you can donate specific items. Let's do it. What is number one? All right, so I'm going to go number one, and that is if you've got blankets and doonas and things, you can donate them to animal shelters or rescue centres. So there's... Um, the Lord Howe Animal Hospital in Melbourne that a lot of my clients choose to support. So if you're decluttering your um, old towels, old linen, you've got old dunas and things like that, it's a great place to send them. Excellent. Next one is what we've mentioned, uh, op shops. So the big ones are Brotherhood of St. Lawrence, Salvation Army, Vinnie's. Savers. Savers. MS Society. Oh, do they have, I don't know if they've got those know. in Melbourne. I don't know. I'm well, maybe just don't. making them There's up. There's a couple of auxiliary um, ones in Melbourne that support some of the major hospitals. Yes. So find your local op shop. Get to know the people who work there. Get to know what they do need more of is often good. Because if you go in there with a whole truckload of, you know, something that they've got a million things of clothes are okay because they turn over but say you're taking a whole stack of picture frames and they've got a whole stack already picture frames then maybe just talk to them about whether or not that's what they need or if they know somewhere else that you could take them the next area ladies is what do you do with bras that you no longer want to wear? So whether or not they just don't fit you anymore because you've changed size or the bra has shrunk or they're in good condition but you just don't like wearing them anymore, we all know that bras can be expensive and that that means for some women that it's difficult to purchase new bras. So we want to recommend that you send your bras in good condition to Uplift and that's a charity that will take good quality bras and distribute them to women in need. There's also another one, I don't know the name of it, Kirst, you might know, that donates bras to women in Fiji, and they'll actually send off large quantities of bras to some of the villages, um, and also some Intimo consultants will take old bras to distribute as well. Yes. We will put all of this up in the show notes so that you can find the links in our show notes. So you should be able to find the show notes in your app, the podcast app that you use to listen to us, or over on our website, The Art of Decluttering com.au and go to podcasts and then you'll be able to find episode 35 and you'll be able to find 36 even oh sorry 36 you can find episode 35 you can you totally can we'll talk about medications for you but episode 36 is where you'll find the donations <laughs> thank you amy <laughs> so the next one is sports boots and sports paraphernalia now i know here in victoria there is boots for all .org.au and they have a store just around the corner in Montmorency from where we are right now and you can send all your sporting paraphernalia so you can send your bags your sporting boots and shoes your equipment tennis rackets cricket bats cricket stumps 
so and so forth, and all your clothes as well. So if they're in good condition and can have another life with somebody else, they take all of them and their store in Montmorency. They've got pickup places all over Victoria, but their store in Montmorency, you can actually go in and buy things and you can buy things online too. So I picked up a pair of soccer boots for my son for 15 bucks. Gee, that's good. 15 bucks. I'd normally spend like 90 bucks. And that's $15 that you're giving to a charity from somebody else's boots. Like it's a perfect yeah. scenario. And the store in Montmorency actually gets Adidas. Like Adidas just give them heaps of clothes. So you're not just not just buying reusing clothes. What am I saying? Secondhand clothes. You can go there and buy brand new clothes at a fraction of the price. In fact, the shoes I'm wearing today, I bought for 40 bucks and they're they're pretty spunky. Spanking new Adidas ones. Like these teal don't even need to wear socks kind of cool shoes. Yeah. And we saw a pair that were 40 bucks as well that my brother had just seen online for $220. Yeah. It's a good charity to support people. Yeah. And there are places in in New South Wales and I'm sure there's um, organizations right across Australia who will collect sporting shoes in particular and we'll find some more of them for the other states as well. So another area is if you're a school parent, you know how quickly kids outgrow their school uniforms. It's like we take them on school holidays and they shoot up a couple of inches and the shorts don't fit and the t-shirt's too tight. Or if you're like me, that you buy them a jumper at the start of the year and they maybe wear it once when you force them to on a minus one degree day. So what do you do with your school uniforms once your kids have outgrown them? Now, you can either put them on like a buy, swap and sell that belongs to your school or donate them to your school uniform shop because the administration of your school will know which families are underprivileged or needing a little bit of extra help and they can pass on those uniforms to those families and so they don't have to be embarrassed about not being able to afford a school uniform. And I know our school uniform shops have got the secondhand clothes for Barry bargains, like $5 for a T-shirt. Yeah, sometimes our school does like secondhand uniform sales and it's like $2 per item. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, Barry bargain. Okay, next one on our list is men's work clothes. Do you know a charity that will take them? Yes, but I can't remember the name right now. That's not very good research on my behalf. You can't remember the name either, can you? No, I can't. There are... We will put it in the show notes. <laughs> Let's tell you about the women's one, yes. which is fitted for work. And so the men's one, I've called fitted for work before and said to them, I can't remember the name of the men's version of what you do. And they always give it to me and I always forget it and have to call them back the next time I need to use it again. <laughs> but fitted for work basically helps women who are underprivileged to get dressed and have the things that they need so that they can go for job interviews. And so they have appropriate workwear to um, use when they're going for workwear and jobs and interviews and things like that. And our amazing sound engineer has just run up to the booth, Kirsty, with his laptop. He's been Googling for us while we're going, oh, we can't remember the name. <laughs> it's called Wear for Success. That's the one. Wear for Success. I've got to get that in my brain. You do. Wear for Success. Wear for Success. So same idea as Fitted for Work. They want to help people who can't afford to buy, you know, a suit or nice shoes or a nice handbag or a tie jacket, all those kind of things. And so if you're a corporate person listening to this and you do have clothes you don't wear anymore, please consider donating to them to one of those charities. 
Yeah, and that's a great way of just not just sending them to salvos, but to getting them straight into people's hands that actually need to re-enter the workforce for whatever reason and don't have a suit and can't afford a suit or can't afford nice business attire. Yeah, and these charities too, they give them training on how to present yourself at an interview and they'll give them things like deodorant and socks and perfume and help them do their hair and things that we take for granted, Mm. this charity actually does great work with. So toys, I'm often asked by clients where to take toys and I suggest their local preschools or local daycare centres, especially if your kids have just moved on from those um, care centres, take them back to them because you know the people who work there and they um, would love your good quality toys. The other place to take them is toy libraries and some children's hospitals too will take some toys that's an awesome idea your doctor's surgery too especially like um maze games and kids love that i never let my kids touch touch them you germaphobe i'm not a germaphobe i just don't want my kids coming home with anything extra from the doctors yeah so when they were really little and you couldn't kind of stop them i'd be like hand sanitizing every 30 seconds going some kid with like gastros probably touched that toy and put their hands in their mouths and it's so gross but not if you took your toys there and you let them play. Yeah, that's right. And then leave your toys there. Let yeah. the doctors have it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? One of the charities that I really love and have quite a um, a soft spot for are men's sheds. Aww. And I was recently decluttering with a client and um, she was a single solo parent and had a whole lot of tools that she had no intention of using, um, had never used, didn't know how to use them, but had inherited from different reasons. And so we created a whole box and we called it the men's shed box. And then she went and dropped that off at her local men's shed, which is where older men generally mentor and spend time with younger men, teaching them how to do things like um, joinery and fix stuff. And it's a great place for men just to hang out and, you know, be, men are uh, very generically, I'm going to say this, stereotypically. stereotypically and lots of men talk better with busy hands busy hands quiet mind and so men's sheds kind of go on that idea that men can come have busy hands working on a project and still actually connect on a deep level and have conversations and mentorship and i love it so if you've got tools that's where you want to send them to men's shed and next place that we wanted to talk about was share the dignity and the beauty bank which is where you can donate your unused beauty products to and unused like and you can buy sanitary products and donate them to share the dignity share the dignity is the that um, charity that collect handbags and give them out to homeless people and um, the beauty bank do you want to talk to us about the beauty bank I don't know the Beauty Bank, but I love Share the Dignity. We've run a few fundraisers for Share the Dignity where particularly um, we've fundraised for sanitary products. And, you know, that's not something that you can, you get given as a gift that you don't love, like a lipstick or a hand cream or a soap. And um, quite a lot of my clients and one of my beautiful staff members, Jackie, has a real passion for Share the Dignity. And if we're working with a client who's throwing out handbags, she'll often say, do you mind if I take those and I fill them with beauty products for Share the Dignity? So I just think it's a beautiful way, even if you have an old handbag, go and spend $20 and just fill it with some things that you think would be lovely to give someone who's out of home or out of work. 
I, I love it. I just think it's the best little charity. Yeah. So you can hop on their website. We'll put a link in the show notes and you can, they give you ideas of what to put in the bags so you're not just putting random. <laughs> and shout out stuff. to Bunnings who this year collected the Share the Dignity yes, bags. What a did. great collaboration as a corporation to work with Share the Dignity and make it easy for women and men and families to drop off bags to be a blessing to others. Yay. More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that's not so secret anymore. We've done episodes on linen cupboards, toys, wardrobes, pantries, jewellery and so many more. So if you're new to the art of decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on entryways. We keep hooks right next to our door for our keys. Mm. So that coming and going, we put our keys straight away. So if you haven't got somewhere to store your car keys, you can go as simple as what Kirsty was saying, and that's just putting a basket somewhere near the door or on top of something that you know where it is and just make sure they always go in there. And for us, that's just hanging them up near the door. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now back to the podcast for so many more tips and tricks. Glasses. I am a glasses wearer. Do you wear glasses, Kirst? No, I have 20-20 vision. <laughs> Perfect in every way. Perfect. Just like Mary Poppins. <laughs> so lots of optometrists will take your old glassware to donate um, overseas often. My local optometrist doesn't do that anymore, but they do take donations so that they can get glasses and eyewear manufactured, manufactured locally. But if you do have old glasses, have a check with your optometrist to see whether they will take them because... Undoubtedly, there is someone that needs those glasses who can't afford to get a script filled or is in a location that there isn't optometry shops all that locally. Now, the next one is one of my favourites. Actually, the next few are some of my favourites. <laughs> next one is Mobile Monsters. They are my favourite because I, love I these guys. go into clients' homes all the time and they have literally 50 million mobile phones. <laughs> literally. Literally. Like, I'm not exact. No word, no. No word of an exaggeration here. 50 million. <laughs> every single house. <laughs> and mobile monsters will take everything that goes with the mobile. So the mobile and the charger and the battery and everything. And they will recycle it. Because did you know that part of making a mobile phone destroys the habitat of orangutans? Did you know that? That's not good news. No, I love orangutans. They can stay on the other side of a zoo fence, but I do love them. But we don't want to kill anything's habitat. No. And and we're doing that every time we purchase a mobile phone. Well, usually every 12 to 24 months. And people keep their mobile phones and you can have drawers full of them. I think it's estimated there, there are 20 million mobile phones stranded in Australia in drawers and bedside tables and office desks. And so it's time to get them out and recycle them. But Kess, tell us how. How do we 
Recycle. So easy, so easy, so easy. You go to your post office and you pick up one of their bags that you can get at the post office. They're a green and white bag. You chuck everything in there. You even, you know, lots of people keep their mobile phones because they want to get old data off it or they're worried that the data in that phone if they chuck it in landfill, somebody's going to squirrel around in landfill to get your find, photos from your Tasmanian holiday. Yeah, and find your mobile phone and trace it back to you and steal your identity. That Unlikely. being said, yes, mobile monsters will actually destroy all data for you. So you actually, I mean, yes, get that data off that's precious to you, but you don't have to hold on to those mobile phones just because you're worried that somebody's going to steal that information. Mobile monsters promise that they'll destroy any data on there so you just pop it in the bag you say that there's nothing dangerous you sign your waiver it's free it's free that is they the do it all thing. you could literally pick up this thing from the post office chuck it all in there and then give it hand it back to the post office people and it's awesome and you're saving orangutan's habitat and you're getting all those old mobile phones out of your house and if you have an iphone just back it all up to the cloud, peeps. Then you don't have to worry about photos. <laughs> <laughs> so that's some mobile monsters. Kirsty and I have a bit of a passion for the next one we're going to talk about. So I think we'll both share about it. But it's tiny libraries. Footpath libraries. Aren't I love the them. sweetest things ever. You have some around here, don't you? I do you? have some around here. And they're really, really cool. I actually have a dream. And I think we may have talked about this in our book episode when we're doing our house plans is to actually integrate in the, near where the letterbox is to actually build our own tiny library for our street. I really want to do it. I know. And Karen and I, my neighbour, have been talking about it for ages too. So if you have books that you love but you don't want to read again, you can donate them to an op shop, of course. But maybe you want to have a look. Just Google and see if you can find any tiny libraries near you and consider putting some books in there and you can pick up some new books. So the concept is it's a give-and-take library. You can put stuff in, you can take books out, and it's free and it's a community-based one. So go and have a look and get excited about the possibility that you could put a tiny library in your street or in your town because they are just delightful. I love them. I love them. The other thing to do with books is if they're kids' books, again, think about donating them back to your preschool or your um, daycare centre or hospital. So many options. <laughs> or doctor's surgery. <laughs> Tell us about the next one, Kirst, because I'd not heard of this until you told me about it. FrockSwap is an organisation that you can put your ball gowns and evening wear dresses on and then you get, like, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but it is something along the lines of you get, like, credits for what you... And you post it up and then people can, like, bid on it and say, yeah, I want it. And then you just send it to them and then you get credits for it. So you don't even have to send it into a centralized store. No, I'm pretty sure it's oh, that's like clever. eBay type thing. Like, yeah. But yeah. I, I like think, that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm so happy the bridesmaid's dress that you're never going to wear again, yep. swap for someone else's bridesmaid's dress they're never going to wear again, and then we'll wear it to the next wedding you're going to. Totes. I love this idea. Yeah, totes. 
Excellent. I like that. The next thing we want to talk about is St Kilda Mums or Dandelion Network. So they are organisations that really help set up new mums. It can be really expensive to get cots and prams and um, car seats and all the things that you need. So these beautiful organisations will take donations of really good quality children's and babies things. Um, you need to check with them to make sure that they're still in warranty and they're still safe. But it is so nice to know that the, child, the pram that you took your child around in for two years is going to a mum who needs it and wouldn't otherwise be able to get a pram to look after her child. Yeah, and especially, I know there's always shout-outs on those um, networks for like double prams and triple prams and quadruple prams because they're so... They're so rare. Unique, not so much double ones, but triple and quadruple ones are so unique. So if you are a mum, a special, amazing mum who have got triplets or quadruplets or kids really close in age, like my sister, and had a triplet pram, think about donating it to one of those charities. Awesome. Kessie, again, I'm going to let you talk about the next one, Give Now, because you put that on our list of places that we want to encourage people to donate to. So Give Now is actually a portal um, where you can hop on the website. I think it's like givenow.org.au or some variation of that. And you can type in, I think you can do a search for what items you have and that will come up with a whole list of places that you can donate it to and I'm pretty sure it's Australia wide. That is awesome. So that's Give Now if you want to Google that. Sounds like you could give away pretty much anything and they'll give you a similar list to what we've been going through today. Yeah. And one of the ones I like, kind of like that, is Recycling Near You Hmm. and you can go on to recyclingnearyou.org org.au I believe it is we're going to confirm all of these in our show notes yeah, we're just making it all up but you know what on. you guys know how to google so you know google your way through it <laughs> um recycling near you you can put in anything and it'll tell you where and how to recycle it so um x-rays ever thought of recycling your x-rays batteries cardboard light bulbs led lights there are so many different things that we often would put in landfill but there's totally a way to recycle it. So Recycling Near You is the place you want to check out for items that you want to recycle. Awesome, Amy. Now, Got A Pen is an organisation in New South Wales that collects stationery for kids who otherwise would go to school without any stationery. Now, we spoke about in our school back-to-school episode that in New South Wales, parents get a list of things that they need to buy for their kids to send with their kids on the first week of school. Imagine not being able to afford to buy your kids stationery. It would be horrible. And then the child feels like they're left out or different or embarrassed. Yeah. What a great charity. So you can provide them any stationery? Yeah. I think so, like, and you buy new stationery. Yeah, so you can get almost a kid's book list and go and fill it as a gift to someone. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful idea. Yeah, which reminds me of another charity that my friend works at. It is the Smith family. She does the homework club. Oh, she, yeah. Shout out to Soph. (laughs) She works at the Smith family and they have a holiday, uh, uh, sorry, a homework club where kids um, whose parents aren't available to help them with homework for whatever reason, whether they um, don't speak English or they um, are 
for whatever reason. They cannot. There's many reasons. Yes, there are. They cannot help their kids with homework. Then the Smith family provide these homework clubs and they will happily take donations of used stationery. So I know that I've gone into many clients' homes and gone, right, how many pens do you need? Do you need two and a half thousand pens? <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. I have found, I guarantee you I've found that much in one person's home. <laughs> That's that's impressive. Imagine how many kids at a homework club could use those pens for probably a decade. Yeah. So you can get in contact with the Smith family to see how you can donate them or you can contact me and I'll contact Soph and she will let me know how to do that for you. So the last donations one is you could get um, engaged in and play a part in a garage sale trail. So that's when a whole lot of people have a garage sale on the same day and then people can kind of go to an area and go from one garage sale to the next, picking up all the goodies. So sometimes a garage sale can be a bit of hit and miss if you don't get the traffic through. But the idea with a garage sale trail, it's hard to say that, garage sale trail. Try yes. and say that three times fast. Garage sale trail, garage sale trail, <laughs> garage sale trail. <laughs> all right, so do you know what I like? Is that like 90% of our listeners are now saying that out loud in the train on the way to work? <laughs> no, they're not saying it out loud on the train because they'd be embarrassed that the person next to them... Oh, no, the person they next to them care. won't hear because I've got their hit. Earbuds in. It's all totally fine. So the idea is that you've got a bulk of people all moving around from one to another and you sell more things and get more traffic. So, you know, there's plenty of ways to make money, but today it's really about the donations that you want to make. Um, if your neighbor has a garage sale, why don't you consider donating some goods to them and then tell them they can keep the profit? I just thought of something else. Hit me with it. That it's not a donation, but how do you go about doing hard rubbish here in Victoria? Kirsty, council guess council. what? What? The next episode we're recording is all about rubbish. Is it? It sure is. I'm so not with it right now. So is. I'm so excited. I need chocolate. Do you know what I wanted to say about chocolate? I don't have any chocolate. No, I need my peppermint oil. Okay. We have an episode coming up that's going to be, do you like this, our most rubbish episode ever. Ah! <laughs> that's pretty good. That was a dad joke, wasn't it? <laughs> totally. We have Jared laughing along with us. <laughs> The sound quality over the last couple of weeks, you will notice, has been significantly improved because we've found a sound engineer right near my house called Jared, who's helping us. So shout out to Jared. And we'll pick his website on all of our episodes so you can come and record join everything him. you want to do here. Your audiobooks, his amazing audiobook recorder. And shout out to Renee, who's the one that put us onto Jared. So, all right, <laughs> donations. So many places you can take donations, but the point of it all is to make sure that they're out of your home and out of your car. If you just make a big pile of donations, there's still the clutter until they're actually gone. And until they're totally out of your life, you still have the headspace of thinking, oh, I've really got to get rid of those sports boots or I've got to get rid of those books. Just make a time and get it done. Yes. Now, there's so many donations places that we have not mentioned, and we only know New South Wales and Victoria, and really only Sydney and Melbourne, and really only a part of Sydney and a part of Melbourne. <laughs> and really only the charities that we have had clients who had things to go there. Yes, so please, if you know of any, please hit us up on Facebook. We would love to learn more about your part of the world and the places that you can donate to, and if you run a charity, we would love to get in contact with you so that we can support you by sending our personal clients to 
your charity and your organisation and um, sharing it with our beautiful community. So make sure you put that on our Facebook page and we will be sure to add that to our collection. So have an amazing week. Enjoy finding out all these new places you can take donations and we look forward to chatting to you next week. See you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net or on Facebook as Simply Organised PO. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.